1819. Remember not the events of the past, things of long ago, consider not. See, I am doing something new. Now it brings forth. Do you not perceive it? In the deserts, I make a way. In the wasteland, give us. So we are looking at a, a, probably a very famous scripture, but the Lord has something new for us to do. And this Isaiah 43 is a reminder that in our lives, all the time, all the time in our lives, God is doing something new. In every situation of our lives, He's doing something new. In every challenge that comes our way, He's doing something new. In every tough time that we go through, He's doing something new. In every season that we find ourselves in, God is doing something new. Even through our wrong, uh, the old mistakes or wrong decisions, the Lord has the power, all the power, to do something new, to make something new, something beautiful, even in that situation. So it means that we might not be able to see everything new that the Lord is doing because of our limitations, because of our inabilities, because we are human. But we just need to remind ourselves that through everything that God is always doing something new. So the Bible tells us that remember not the events of the past. Why does the Bible tell us to remember not? I think it should be automatic. Oh no, it is not automatic. In fact, we human beings, the human part of us, makes us always keep remembering the events of the past. The events of the past, the things of the long ago. And these things, because of the nature of um, the nature of those events, they don't really bring any good in our life. In fact, it is said that most of the time they bring tears. Mm-hmm. However, even even if we think of the past wonders, past wonders of our lives, probably from the challenges that we have been through in the past, uh, it doesn't mean that God is limited to those marvelous things that He did. So there are two things. There are those events in our lives that probably we went through or things happened to us or we found ourselves in that sometimes we remember we remember we don't realize that probably if we think about it like like with a good intention but they can easily damage by blocking us or blinding us from seeing the new thing that god is doing or the new thing that god is doing in our day if we keep our mind our eyes our the eyes of our heart focus on too much of the past 
you might not recognize the need that God is working. Sometimes we only focus so much on the past, those former things, we might not be able to open, to be open enough to accommodate the need that the Lord wants to do in our today or our tomorrow. So somehow it limits us from having an open heart, an open one, an open mind to be able to receive the new thing that God can do that we have never seen, that we have never experienced. Sometimes we just expect the same very thing that we have done to be the same very, very thing that is going to do in the situation that we find ourselves in. So it means that it can be limiting to look back. It can be limiting to just remember those events solely on their own. I believe and we we have to have an open mind. And to have an open mind is to uh, not have our mind, our eyes fixed on the past or the past events or the past painful moments or the past struggles or the past challenges or the past circumstances that found us that are similar to what maybe we would be going through we have to like let that go let the past go so that we can march into the future and so that we can live in the present because as long as we are looking back, then definitely we can't drive this car. Because we are driving this car, we can't drive it for long looking back. We can always look back if we need a maneuver, but we cannot fix our eyes on the past. Our eyes have to be fixed on Jesus. Because Jesus is the eternal God. Whatever he does, he does it so well. He is not limited to what he can do. We cannot condition him. So, what does that mean? It means these are the two major things I find it very interesting that we have to uh, leave the past, live in the present, and then we'll be able to march into the future. That way, we have our eyes fixed on Jesus. The past can bring pain, can bring tears, can be, make us feel limited, not to be able to expect a new thing because if our mind is focused on the last move, we might not recognize that actually God can do something that we have never seen. He's an extraordinary God. So He may do something that we have never experienced. He has different ways of doing things, of intervening in our lives. So the Bible says, remember not the events of the past. Things of long ago, consider not. And then I heard someone say that the train, the train of our thought pattern, um, dictates our today and our tomorrow. So it means that is why we have to pray every day for the Lord to help us to focus on Him. Because when we focus on Jesus, then He sets our mind free sets our heart free and it helps us to be able to let go of all this baggage and to be able to receive that which is important for us, that which is uh, for us, that which is in connection to the purpose upon which it created us. 
So we are not bound by all these things as long as we have Jesus, as long as we are we are focusing on Him, He will help us, He will help us, He will guide us. He says, see, I'm doing something. So that means when we remember the events of the past two months, we are not able to see. He says, see, I'm doing something. Now it brings forth. Do you not perceive it? In the desert, I make a way. In the wasteland, I will pass. You see, a desert is a very dry place. The wasteland, um, wasteland, wasteland, rivers in the wasteland I have never had. Mostly rivers will come from a forest somewhere where there is so much green. And of course, in the desert, <laughs> there can never be a way unless the Lord makes a way. So, when I look at these two uh, lines, I look at it and I see impossible, impossible things, impossibility. So the Lord says that in that impossible sea, I'm doing something new. And now it brings forth, do you not perceive it? Do you not perceive it? We have to perceive in our mind in order to see with our eyes, we have to perceive from within in order to see in the physical so the Lord says do not perceive it that in the desert in that dry place in that wasteland that impossible place that difficult place I am already making something new and it's not just one stream there are rivers and he says I make a way you see he says I make a way I am doing I make so it means that solely the Lord is going to do this thing. The Lord is already doing it. But the challenge is if our eyes, our mind is glued to the past, we are not able to see. The secret is when we see, then we can praise Him. When we see, then we have joy. Then we are strengthened. Then we are encouraged. When we don't see, we feel hopeless. The secret to coming out of gloom and doom is to see the light of Jesus. That is why Jesus had to come. Because at the time when all the Israelites were so um, were in so much slavery and so much was going wrong, the light had to come. So he was not meant to delay for one more day, one more year, one more month. So it means that the Lord is so, so faithful that he will never allow you and I or any one of us to get to the point where everything is lost. As long as each day we try our level best to seek him, to follow him, to pray, to offer our petitions, he will never forsake you. He will never forsake us. That's why he said that if you place our trust in him, we shall never be disappointed. So it is when we get to the point where we feel like we are on the edge, the edge where, you know, we feel like we've done everything we thought we should do. We have used all the resources we thought that we had that he comes through. And then, of course, it becomes a testimony because it is when we are down to nothing that he shows up. He is always up to something always up to something. We already know from the Bible stories and probably from our own personal life. So, this uh, scripture is a reminder of what God is coming to do. Then we can praise Him when we see the new He's doing. When we march into the new, we can tell by His presence. His presence 
guides us and leads us and helps us to obtain peace and joy. You know, his light is shows up. And through his light, then we can see that that plans he has for you and I, he knows when to show up with those plans that every day he's working out something new in our lives in order to help us to get our lives aligned according to his plan and his purpose and all this to be for our own good and the glory of his name. So it doesn't mean that only good times, it means even tough times in Romans all things will work out for good for those who love the Lord. So what does that mean? That every day you have to seek to love Him. Through every difficult circumstance, we love Him. Through every challenge, we love Him. Through every every struggle, we have to seek to love Him because only He can work out that plan He has set in the mountains. Now, eleven to come to pass. He said, I will go before you to level the mountains, bones that I will let the iron bars down snap. I'll give you treasures out of darkness, riches that have been hidden away so that you may know that I'm the Lord of all the causes by your name. Isaiah, Isaiah 35, 23. So all these promises the Lord has given us as a reminder of who we are and who we belong to. Because if we are children of God, then these promises have been given to us. If He is our God, then we need to embrace and receive these promises and, and be partakers of them because we are His. We belong to Him. So they are for us. So we have to believe it, we claim it, and we pray that the Lord will bring His word to pass in our lives. That he may open the eyes of our heart to perceive and to see what is doing so that we can honor him, praise him, and be encouraged that even at that moment when you feel like you're on the edge, for the Lord to glorify himself in that moment and for our own good to be able to experience this goodness that he has promised for the greater glory of his name. So let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thanksgiving, Lord, we send ourselves to you. We thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, for speaking to us. Thank you for teaching us something new. Thank you, Lord, for this word you have given us. We pray that it may take root in our hearts and in our lives, and that we may get to experience thy goodness, the greatness of who you are in our lives, the greatness of who you are have spoken to us and what you have said that you are coming to do that that you may have your way we open our hearts to receive it we open our minds to perceive it we open our eyes to see it help us to always have our eyes fixed on you and not on the past events of our lives Lord deliver us from the captivity and help us to have our eyes fixed on you we honor you we praise you and we worship you in Jesus name we are praying Thanksgiving. Amen.